0: This episode is brought to you by Steph's Soup and Sandwich. These sandies are always buy one, get one, so you can have a twin for when one's just not enough. And check out the soup of the day, because you can't beat their borscht. Steph Soup and Sandwich.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Two Dudes Soon Trivia. I'm Oda Tuttle.
0: And I'm Bonesaw. This week we're back with another episode of This or That. So the keenest of listeners among us will remember that a few episodes ago we did This or That, where I asked Oda Tettle, famous people named John, and proprietary eponyms. Well, this is the flip side of that coin where we both get to answer questions on categories that we did not choose.
1: Yeah, so yeah, the keen listeners will remember that Bonesaw, I asked you about one-letter answers and Portmanteau's, and now you cannot avoid the subjects of events and lines in literature.
0: That's right, and you'll be answering questions on the most recent person too, blank, and questions inspired by song lyrics.
1: Oh boy, I'm nervous I'm nervous about song lyrics, I have to say, because I'm well, not that good at songs. Well, these aren't
0: song lyrics. These are just questions that I I have made oh, okay. that were inspired by song lyrics. I was listening to a song and thought, oh, that's an interesting trivia question.
1: And you were inspired. Okay, so that's good. I-, I allow it then.
0: And I believe I asked you questions first last time, so um Yeah, you can go ahead and ask me first, because that's probably why you won. Not because
1: you <laughs> trivia or anything. Okay, so I I will admit events is going to be... So the, sa- the category is events. What kind of events? We're about to find out. Hopefully these aren't too bad. So let's get into it.
0: I am ready.
1: Okay, question one in events. It is widely accepted that the Cretaceous-Paleogene extinction event, the one that killed off the dinosaurs and 75% of flora and fauna, happened over 66 million years ago when a 10-kilometer-in-diameter asteroid struck the Earth. None of that was a question. What is the name of the crater left by this impact buried underneath the Yucatan Peninsula?
0: Oh, I was hoping you were going to ask me where it was, not what it's called.
1: So um, I I made it difficult because I know you're a big... You're, you're, you know Mexico, so... I do know Mexico. And the name of the... There's a little offshore community that's like the center of this crater, and that is exactly the name of the crater.
0: Um... I don't know it, but I do know it comes from the Aztec and it'll have like a TL in it or an X in a weird spot. Uh, yeah. It definitely I, I, has an I, X right I, in the middle. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So it's, it comes from an Aztec word. I don't remember what it's called, though.
1: It is called the Chicxulub Crater.
0: Mm, yeah. Something I've probably seen written, but if you would have asked me where the Chicxulub Crater was that killed the dinosaurs, I would have said in the Yucatan.
1: That's right. All right. So moving on from that into sports. The naming convention for Ultimate Fighting Championship or UFC events typically takes to one of two forms. The numbered events, such as UFC 283, are typically pay-per-view and have higher stakes. What is the other type of event typically aired on ESPN Plus with lesser known fighters?
0: Hmm. So I'm not a huge combat sport fan. Um is it just called an undercard?
1: It is not called an undercard, but I'm willing to do a hint for a half point here. Sure. The answer rhymes.
0: Wait, like with UFC
1: or? Uh it's two words and they rhyme.
0: Oh, is it like UFC Fight Night?
1: It's UFC Fight Night.
0: Oh, I okay. I think that might also be like a video game of UFC.
1: Oh, it makes think. sense. Yeah,
0: yeah. I I'm really not much of a fighting fan.
1: Uh, uh me, neither. me neither. But uh that's just part of the sports world these days. Yeah, I suppose so. Okay. Question three in events. The 1908 12 megaton explosion known as the Tunguska event flattened 80 million trees over an area of 2,150 square kilometers. In what country did this largest impact event on earth in recorded history happen?
0: Um, can you spell Tunguska? Yeah.
1: G U S K A. And that was the name of the river that this happened near.
0: Uh, Russia.
1: 100% right is Russia <laughs> based
0: on nothing and the S K A at the end of the word That's
1: right yeah so in Russia the Tunguska event happened you know over 100 110 years ago 120 years ago or so Um, So they believe that this was a stony asteroid, 50 meters in size, approaching the earth at 60,000 miles per hour. And the asteroid disintegrated five to 10 kilometers above earth's surface, which is why there's no crater. But the airburst was powerful enough to cause all that damage, including uh, flattening 80 million trees over 2000 square kilometers. Yeah, that's nuts. All right, moving into a history event, the 11th century Seljuk threat on Jerusalem and the Latin Church's objective to recover the Holy Land from Islamic rule, launched what event, supported by Pope Urban II at the Council of Claremont?
0: Launched what event? What was the circa when?
1: Uh, 11th century.
0: And this was a pope?
1: A pope. uh, So technically the event had started, but the Pope Pope Urban II supported this event.
0: Is this, um, there was a major major schism in uh, Christianity at that point? Is that what we're referring to?
1: Uh, It is not. This would be Pope Urban II is most uh, associated with the First Crusade.
0: Oh, yeah. So the
1: threat on Jerusalem, Pope Urban II said, you know what, this is not going to work for (laughs) Christianity or Catholicism, whatever. We got to launch a crusade.
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, lots of things to say about religious crusades of many uh, types, Mm -hmm. but uh, there you go. That's what happened in the 11th century or 1100.
1: And finally, another sports question. An equestrian competition called Horse Trials sees a single horse and rider pair competing against other pairs in three events, Dressage, Cross Country, and Show Jumping. What is the most common name for this trio of competitions?
0: Mm, My go-to answer is Dressage in this. um, hmm. All I can think of is like the Steeplechase, which is a completely different thing. Is it? did you say the word equestrian at any point in your question (laughs) or is that
1: equestrian event called uh, equestrian competition called horse trials sees three events and you've actually told me this recently i I knew it before but you and i talked about this recently
0: oh man i i I'm, i'm at a loss i'm blanking out here
1: so this one is one of those i did you dirty it is the answer is in the question
0: is it eventing oh my it
1: is God, called eventing
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's so <laughs> gross it's <That's> bad trivia <laughs> oh and this is uh our dear listeners will know why i did not originally choose this category
1: yeah i'm looking for, I'm, I'm hoping to get one out of five uh out of yours but uh even that might be ambitious i don't know we'll see
0: i did, did i even get one out of five
1: you got 1.5 out of 5. I gave you, you got Russia and half for fight nights.
0: Okay. Appreciate that. And there's like one question that I, I find particularly hard in my uh, selection here. So I'm feeling good about that question now.
1: But you know, I often get those really hard ones out of nowhere. So we'll uh, see. That's <laughs> true. You might get none of
0: the easy ones and then nail that one. Okay. I'd like you to tell me who the most recent person to do the following things. And I will just say that this is at time of recording and we are recording in, you know, Early to mid January 2023 here. So I because I don't know when this episode is going to come out, but these are the most recent persons to do the following. Can you tell me who the most recent person to win the best actor, Oscar, or the best actress Oscar was? Okay. Those are two different people.
1: Yes. Yes. Um You can so tell me both about, if you want. We're talking about okay, that means we're talking about films in 2021. Uh
0: and I, it's January of twenty twenty three right now.
1: Yeah, so the be- mo- the most recent Best Actor winner would have been in t- the early 2022.
0: Nespa. Oh, the the Oscar would have been then, yeah.
1: Yes, yeah, yeah, okay.
0: Who's the reigning Best <laughs> best Actor or Actress winner?
1: Oh, boy, okay. So I, I, have, I have a pretty sure and a guess. So my pretty sure on the actress is Jessica Chastain. Is that my the guess- answer that you'd like to submit? I'm submitting that one, yeah.
0: Well, that is correct. She won. Okay, for I don't. I don't remember
1: the name of the movie though. Oh, yeah, the Eyes us. of Tammy Faye. The Eyes of Tammy Faye. So I think if I've got my years correct, maybe Benedict Cumberbatch won for Power of the or the Power of the Dog or something like that.
0: Well, I don't know because it was Will Smith for King Richard. Oh, of
1: course. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So he so, uh, like
0: was more famous at that show for slapping Chris Rock in the face, but he actually did win the best actor.
1: Yeah, no, that's uh. So I definitely have the year right. Power of the Dog is 2021. Um, I just don't know that they won anything.
0: Well, you are two thirds of the way from winning this first round. So, well,
1: that's good. Okay, yeah. So the Power of the Dog is best picture or best director of 2022 oh, of a go. 2021 film. Okay, so which is much oh, different totally than the awesome. hair of
0: the dog. <laughs> All right. Let's move on to question two. Who is the most recent person to win the Formula One World Drivers
1: Championship? So I freaking saw this recently, and I think he's a Mexican man. Oh, boy. Let's go with the last name guess, Molina, Molina.
0: So I was almost certain that you would incorrectly answer Lewis Hamilton. Uh, That would have been my
1: go-to guess, yeah. Lewis Hamilton
0: (laughs) won four years in a row. However, the last two have been won by Max Verstappen.
1: Oh, my gosh. Which doesn't sound very Mexican to me. No, no, no. I, I know Max stop and that sounds super familiar. Damn it. <laughs> right.
0: The next question. Who is the most recent person to be elected as the Prime Minister of the United Kingdom?
1: That's Rishi Sunak.
0: That is so confidently incorrect, Oda Tettle. Because they were not Rishi elected. Rishi Sunak was not elected the Prime oh, Minister of the God. UK.
1: Damn it, that, I should have just... You devil, you. Uh, yeah, now <laughs> we're
0: even for Trixie Hobbitses. <laughs> <laughs> Boris Johnson was the most recent election winner. Shoot. And then Boris yeah. Johnson had to resign, and then somebody else came in, and they resigned, and, so, and it's been a revolving door of clowns or something like that, but... Uh, <laughs> yes, Boris Johnson was the last winner of a UK election.
1: Goddamn. Okay, fine, 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 fine.
0: <laughs> Question number four. Who was the most recent person to have the title of Shogun in Japan?
1: Oh boy. Um
0: which I mean I don't think this is a hint or anything, but was the last shogun.
1: Let's go Tokugawa.
0: So remember when we said that you'd just pull the correct answer out of nowhere? That was the one that I was like, oh that's a really difficult question. And it is Tokugawa Yoshinobu.
1: Oh, thank God. Yeah. So the Tokugawa <laughs> shogunate, you know, I didn't know if, if if the Tokugawa shogunate would have comprised more uh shoguns than just tokugawa but okay Whew. well yeah he doesn't, pretty... doesn't
0: know what a grand slam is but he pulls out I tokugawa know.
1: i know but you know me i think uh of everyone this might be like very presumptuous but of everyone you know i think i've got the east asian history pretty good
0: yeah of all of my generally white friends uh you do know yes asian history the most. Okay, and the last question, which I thought was easier than the previous one. American Gene Cernan was the most recent person to visit where in
1: 1972? American Gene
0: Cernan? C-E-R-N-A-N, Gene Cernan.
1: 1972? Yep. What the hell? So my mind immediately goes to North Korea, and I think I have to submit that as a guess because I... The last person to visit where? Like, unless it's somewhere that it's not a country, it's like a Chernobyl type thing where it's like he was a uh, radiologist or something and he went over there to check some becquerels, use a becquerelometer or something. Yeah, I'm going to go with North Korea.
0: Gene Cernan was the last man on the moon. Oh my god,
1: are you kidding me?
0: Yeah, nobody's gone back since 1972
1: nice one okay i can't believe i didn't know that one and i love freaking astronomy too damn it I
0: know. <laughs> all right so jessica chastain tokugawa yoshinobu are those the only two you got
1: i think so oh yeah. wow,
0: you've only beaten me by a half point it felt like you did better it F- feels like you should get like 12 points for tokugawa
1: <laughs> i don't know that one i've known that one i've known so somehow <laughs> right. called it right in the beginning
0: moving into okay. round two it's closer than i thought it would be
1: so you've got lines in literature, and I'm hoping that I didn't pick things that were too crazy. And these are in no particular order, so it's not like a softball to start. Maybe it's a hardball to start. Who knows? Question one, lines in literature. In the series of 18th century pamphlets known as the American Crisis by Thomas Paine, the first volume of those pamphlets begins. These are the times that what? What?
0: uh that are a changing that's not my answer i just that's the <laughs> thing these are the times that
1: mm, i am aware words.
0: of thomas paine
1: yeah he signed these pamphlets common sense uh you may recall yeah, yeah, so yeah, definitely
0: knew that these are the times that i i i don't have a guest to submit other than are a changing
1: These are the times that try men's souls.
0: Ah, okay. One of those things that I've probably heard in the past, and it went in one ear and directly at the other.
1: (laughs) Okay, question two. What work published circa 1885 opens with this line? You don't know about me. Without you, have read a book by the name The Adventures of Tom Sawyer, but that ain't not matter.
0: Don't know about me.
1: Without you have read a book by the name The Adventures of Tom Sawyer but that ain't not matter.
0: Have I ever heard of this?
1: Absolutely you have.
0: Boy howdy. Um what do you did you give me the year?
1: 1885.
0: Mm, and then Tom Sawyer is mentioned.
1: Without you have read a book by the name The Adventures of Tom Sawyer. Is this It's like not just n- Tom Sawyer, it's the actual book name.
0: Is it the adventures of Huckleberry Finn?
1: A hundred percent. Oh my
0: god, it's a trick question. <laughs> that's like Mark- who's writing about Okay. Uh,
1: that's right. Huckleberry Finn was a character in Tom Sawyer, and Mark Twain wrote Huckleberry Finn as a direct sequel to Tom Sawyer, and oh, that's how it starts.
0: If I wouldn't have put that together, I would have been we'd have had to shut the recording off. <laughs>
1: just shut it down.
0: Yeah. Stop the presses.
1: So, um, that's one 18th century work. That's one 19th century work. Now a 17th century epic poem by John Milton about the fall of man and the temptation of Adam and Eve is this next question. So 17th century epic poem, John Milton, Adam and Eve, you would find this quote, better to reign in hell than serve in heaven. Name this epic poem by John Milton.
0: So, I mean, I only know one John Milton work. I didn't want to ruin your beautiful question, though. It's probably (laughs) Paradise Lost.
1: It is Paradise Lost. Excellent work. That puts you at two to three. Next, I think this is another 19th century work. I'll give you most of the opening line. You tell me what's missing. It was the age of wisdom. It was the age of foolishness. It was the epic epoch of belief. It was the epoch of incredulity. It was the season of light. It was the season of darkness. It was the spring of hope. It was the winter of despair. What's missing?
0: Now is the winter of our discontent.
1: Ooh, it's not ever close. It was the best of times. Oh, it was the, the worst of, of times.
0: <laughs> From a tale of two cities, of course. Yes. Oh, so uh, it, it was the best of times, it was the worst of times is the first line of that's that. That's right. And then it continues And then it was on, the age oh, okay. of wisdom. Age of, yeah. Oh, that's so silly. I should obviously have known that.
1: Yeah, I didn't. I didn't want to say it starts with. I didn't want to make it that easy.
0: Yeah, I was like, what's the next line? And I I actually considered it a best of times the worst of times, but I was like, well, that's the first line of that book, so it can't be that. Mm. You are also- well, I tricked you again, I'm so sorry. A, a tricky tricky devil. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and finally, referring to Catherine Earnshaw and Heathcliff, this quote, whatever our souls are made of, his and mine are the same, is from what Emily Bronte novel?
0: Oh my- you know, you ask me about um, the Bronte the sisters, Bronte sisters all a all the time. And yes. I just like, when you ask me who wrote that, I'll just go, I don't know, Anne, Charlotte, whoever. Um, it would be a good
1: 2DDT investment to learn a few of these. I, I know it would be. Because okay. I, 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 in writing these, I also try to help myself too, because I wouldn't have known this one. Like, I didn't remember that like, Heathcliff and Catherine are from this particular work.
0: Um, okay. The question has now become, name a, a Bronte sister's work. And I'm going to guess *Wuthering Heights*.
1: Unfortunately, that is right. I oh, was is just joking. It? <laughs> that is right. Yeah. So Emily Brontë, um, she wrote *Wuthering Heights*. I didn't um, even know Emily had written it. I'm not sure that she wrote anything else, actually. She has written *Wuthering Heights*, and that is her only novel, I think.
0: Oh, that's a good piece of trivia in itself. Yeah, I think that's pretty,
1: pretty, pretty good. Oh, so, yeah, *Wuthering Heights*. Um, I was just reading briefly earlier today. That this quote which sounds lovely whatever our souls are made of his and mine are the same is a little bit uh it's not exactly about love because they're potentially half siblings um apparently this is like a potentially abusive relationship also it's kind of confusing like why there's i think at some point catherine in the book says she wants to be heathcliff and he wants to be her so what this isn't really about love this is about like trying to be another person like anyways i am no literature specialist but just saw <laughs> this quote neither. Thought we needed to add it in. (laughs) No, that's perfect. (laughs) All right. I've got to hear about songs or questions inspired by song lyrics. Okay. I'm nervous, but I'm ready.
0: Well, I think you're probably going to do better than I did. I think proved why my choices in the last this or that episode were the right choices (laughs) for me to make, or I should have, um, strategically left the good ones for later, but, um, you're left with the last round. Yes. Questions inspired by song lyrics. So the first one. One of the funnier controversies in his presidency, what did Donald Trump do in 2017 during a celestial event without protective eyewear that garnered criticism?
1: And do I need to name the specific uh, song lyric or just can I describe (laughs) what happened?
0: You can describe what happened. And then if, if you know what song lyric I'm referring to, then go ahead. But this one would apply to many songs, I'm sure.
1: So he stared right up at the sun.
0: He stared directly at the sun. And you know me; I love Taylor Swift. So uh, she'll stare directly at the sun, but never in the mirror. It would be—it exa- oh, must yeah, be exhausting—always yeah, yeah. rooting for the antihero.
1: I I would have gone with uh, "I want to soak up the sun." Okay, yeah. There's also another <laughs>
0: song that goes, uh, "You might as well be staring at the sun." Oh, oh, oh. that's oh yeah, yeah, offspring. Yeah. I think.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. For sure.
0: Um. Okay. The next one uh because it is still near enough to christmas time at time of recording according to a bing crosby christmas song mele kalimi makka is how you say merry christmas where
1: ala well, kaliki maka is the thing to say we watch uh what's it called uh christmas vacation every year multiple times per year around christmas time at least and I'm, that must be hawaii
0: it is indeed hawaii <laughs> so we were at my in-laws for christmas this year and my mother-in-law absolutely detests this song. And it, it's on every <laughs> single playlist for every single Christmas song playlist. And it just comes out. She's like, Google go, that song. Why? <laughs> she oh, she hates it. With... I'm not sure. But, uh, oh, Mele Kalimi Maka is definitely the thing to say when you're having Christmas in Hawaii. <laughs> and I guess you don't need to guess what the song is there because it's in the question. That's right. All right. Number three. Who is the agent responsible for bringing down Al Capone? Tupac says, California is the wild, wild west, a state that's untouchable like
1: him. Al Capone was brought down by, let's go with the name Brest as a last name.
0: <laughs> oh, I like that because wild, wild west does rhyme with it. Um, California is the wild, wild west, a state that's untouchable like Elliot Ness.
1: Elliot Ness. Oh, yeah. I did know that one, actually. That's right. Dude. Elliot Ness is
0: renowned for being the man that took down Al Capone.
1: That's right. Elliot Ness. Okay. Darn.
0: Okay, next question. What failing company used to sponsor parties with the band Outcast, where people could use their product to instantly record their memories of the evening and, of course, shake it?
1: Shake it like a Polaroid picture. That's right. So <laughs> what song am I
0: referring to? Uh,
1: it's called Hey Ya." It is called Hey Ya, yeah, one of that is their a, most famous. That's play. a darn banger. <laughs> it is, and people
0: love to use it at weddings and stuff, but if you read the lyrics, it's actually quite like a disturbingly sad song, but uh, but it's very upbeat, so.
1: It is upbeat, and you're yeah. not supposed to shake Polaroid pictures. They came out and said, unlike that song Hey Ya, yeah, let's remind you, if you shake it, you may damage the quality of the image.
0: Which is crazy, because they were recording or they were sponsoring the parties where Outkast was shaking it like a Polaroid picture. <laughs> a lot of mixed messaging coming up from that company. <laughs> all right and last one of this um category and last one of this probably last one of this game type for this season if you're born into wealth some say you're born with what utensil in your mouth credence clearwater revival might say that you're born with it in hand if you're a fortunate son
1: wow um i know the ccr song i'm sorry like i would recognize it if i heard it i don't know it if i knew it i'd know it i know the answer to this question That's neither here nor there. Let's get into it. Okay. You're born with this utensil in your mouth? Mm -hmm. What kind of utensil is unique to the wealthy? Okay, so let's just go through utensils. Are you born with a knife in your mouth? No, that would be a pirate. Are you born with a spoon in your mouth? Spoon-fed? Kind of weird. Born with a fork in your mouth? That just sounds normal. Let's go with... uh... Are other utensils? A straw? Is that a utensil? Nah, let's go. Okay, let's go with spoon. More specific. fed spoon. Okay, you were born with a silver spoon.
0: That is correct. Oh, thank Some God. Some folks okay. are born silver spoon in hand. Lord, don't they help themselves.
1: Okay, that's awesome. Thank you for that prompt.
0: No, that's good. You uh, absolutely crushed me again this week. Um, no, no. Staring <laughs> at the sun, Hawaii, Polaroid, and silver spoon. That's a four out of five in that category. That was aw-
1: those are really, really cool questions. I like that.
0: Yeah, so looking forward to hearing any feedback from our listeners. I really enjoyed making those questions, and I thought that was a, a fun time on this end, so hopefully people enjoyed listening to it.
1: Yeah, I'd like to hear like just how much fun people had. If you didn't have fun, you can say that too, but uh, I really, really liked writing those and participating in it, and I've already got a lot started for the next one, so let's hopefully uh, like it.
0: Yeah, I hope so too, uh, because I'm really looking forward to what it feels like when you win a version of this game. <laughs>
1: Sorry. (laughs) Once again, thank you so much for listening. Join us next week for the Two Dudes Doing Trivia Season 3 finale, where we've got some Who Am I and some Rapid Fire lined up. As always, if you've got any comments, questions, trivia categories you'd like us to explore, or mini games you'd like to see us play, we can be reached at 2DDTPodcast at gmail.com. That's 2, the number 2, podcast at gmail.com. See you next time. Bye.